Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome back, and today we have an owner-operator of a co-working space who operates in two locations, Charlotte Kirby. Welcome. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me today. Okay, so let's start with your academic career after high school. Right. So I am a graduate of Carleton University in Ottawa, Ontario, and uh, that seems many years ago now. (laughs) And I graduated from um, a Bachelor of Arts in Law and Sociology Uh, back in, well, I don't think I need to mention the year, do I? No, 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 no. So, okay, so that was, what, a four-year course, I guess? Yes, it was. Okay. So after school, you started to go to work. Where did you start, and how did you end up where you are in terms of work experience? Yeah, so it's been a very windy road. Um, I initially thought I was very interested in law, and uh, while I was in university, and... um, so, but I've taken a very different direction, but I think the university really gave me the, the background and the social skills um, to sort of figure out where I wanted to go and where I ended up. So right after university, I did go and uh, I was one of the lucky graduates that got a very good job right away. I was a behavior counselor at um, a home for, um, I worked with supported ind- independent living adults. So people that lived in their own apartments but needed some help with uh, nutrition and budgeting and um, so I would go to their homes and and uh, was a a counselor with them and worked in a group home for for a number of months and uh, then I decided that's not really the route I wanted to take and took off and went to South Korea and taught English as a second language for 10 months and um, so I was there for 10 months and really enjoyed that experience and When I came back, I taught English for a little while and found that I really enjoyed teaching and working with people from um, from international, um, internationally employed or sorry, internationally trained people and worked a little bit with um, some career counseling and and uh, any internationally trained or sorry, internationally trained professionals coming to Canada. Uh, I worked with them in finding Canadian experience and was doing more career counseling at the time. So I've always kind of been a, that kind of started my career as a connector and and loved, always loved helping people and being somebody that could, you know, meet people and figure out where they needed help and who they needed to meet. That's kind of where the the connecting piece came and um, just kind of fast forwarding through those years, worked with uh, the Professional Association of Interns and Residents, working with uh, medical doctors and, and residents and helping them with their finding jobs in the province of Ontario and with all their licensing and uh, entry to practice needs. And from there, <laughs> it's really, like I said, a winding road. Uh, from there, worked for the Ministry of Health for a few years with their Health Force Ontario program. And I was working in um, more of a cubicle land for the government and really wasn't enjoying that 
that role and felt like I wanted to kind of do something a little bit different in that there was a bit of an entrepreneurial spark in me. Um, my family was, comes from, a, there's a host of entrepreneurs in my family, so I decided to do some uh, management consulting with doctors and uh, started up Maven Consulting Services and enjoyed doing that, but I was working from home all of a sudden. and was kind of lonely and I'm a very social per- person and yet you know I was connecting with people online and on the phone but it just uh, I was really missing missing that human connection and uh, I went to a TED talk event in Toronto a TEDx Toronto event and they had actually sold out a ticket so they were live streaming from the Center for Social Innovation in Toronto so I went there never been to a co-working space before and I thought this is really amazing, and I I spent all my breaks, you know, getting to know the people that were working from this co-working space, and I just thought it was a really neat concept that people from that um, may not want to work from home, entrepreneurs or remote workers could all come together under the same roof and share space and collaborate and network, and so that got me thinking, I wonder if Markham has anything like that, and uh so did a little bit of research and connected with some people and decided that it was time to um, to start my own business. So I started the Village Hive in Markham, and it's located in an old uh, schoolhouse built in the 1800s, mid-1800s, and it's a beautiful space, um, beautiful energy, creaking floors, and uh, I started in uh, I started the co-working space there and grew so I started in one space and ended up taking over a couple private offices because people needed space to meet with clients and then expanded to another space so it's um, basically the whole idea of co-working is about bringing like-minded people together and just and exploring possibilities and it really a lot of people and I think even more so now through COVID, are realizing how difficult it can be to work from home. It seems exciting in the beginning, you know, wear your pajamas and and uh, get some laundry done and do lots of things. But at the same time, it's it's really hard to focus. So I was really excited to to bring this concept of of a space, you know, much smaller than the Center for Social Innovation. But that's kind of where it all started in, I guess, 2016. Um, was was there I did take a contract um, kind of before I did that at the hospital but again you know I uh, worked as a director of medical affairs just prior to opening up my co-working space but um, it uh, hoping that I could kind of you know still do some health or health care and run a co-working space at the same time but it, what I've learned is it's a full-time job because you really are a community builder and and a connector it's not just about renting space it's about making those important connections with people and, and providing a really great space for people to work every day so you really are a social innovator and a social enterprise not knowing the terminology before you got into it. But you've also connected uh, on a national and international basis with other co-working spaces. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that was actually, um, I finally feel like um, I found my people. (laughs) 
when I opened my co-working space, like you said, I didn't even know there were so many. I didn't even know there was this global movement of co-working back in 2016, and it was really just growing at that time. It's been around for a while, but uh, just really grown over the past few years. And so I belong to um, the uh, global uh, co-working, um, it's called Juicy, actually, the Global Co-working Unconference Conference, and it's a group of co-working owners that um, community managers and we connect and we're you know from all over the world from co-working spaces all over the world and we share best practices and there are conferences every year so the last conference um, I've been attending the ones in in Canada so I've been to the Toronto conference uh, Banff Vancouver Montreal and it's my favorite time of the year uh, when we when we can all come together and, and share best practices and we it's amazing to see what everybody's doing around the world and just how much alike we all are in our thinking and it's all about collaborating and and wellness really and bringing that um, we use a hashtag when we're on social media dismantling loneliness and that's really what it's about it's about taking people that may have been working by themselves at home and and connecting them and as co-working owners sometimes we feel even though we walk into our co-working space every day we feel uh, connected to those people but as an owner it was really great to connect with people all over the world that are are running spaces and uh, just the social innovation that's that's happening in, in each of the spaces not just with the members but as a collective it's amazing what we can do how powerful our group is as a collective to make social change so as a member of a co-working space what are some of the services that i might get so at our space in um in markham at the village hive what you know things have really changed i know we're going to talk a little bit about covid but let's talk a little bit about (laughs) pre-covid And so as a co-working member at the Village Hive, you could come in and you, we had a, a number of different options of memberships. So you could come in and have your own desk or you'd have a filing cabinet. You can leave your monitor, leave your, you know, all your work supplies at that desk. Or we have um, such a thing called, some people call it hot desking or flex desk, where you come in and you, you, know, you just pick whichever desk is, is available that day. And you come in and you set up, you work for the day, um, and you meet new people that come in. We have networking lunches. So right from 2016 up until COVID hit, every single Thursday, I don't think we missed any Thursdays, we would, whoever was available, and some, some members would come in just for the lunch. We'd just meet in the boardroom and, and eat lunch together and, you know, just, um, small talk or talk about maybe business problems or, you know, help that people needed with their business. And um, we also did a number of workshops. So some of the members are in marketing, marketing and social media or finance, and our members would provide workshops um, where they would invite in the community or, or other members. We had a coach's corner for a while and uh, where you could set up an appointment with uh, one of the members to talk about their specialty, whether it be in health and wellness or business, and, you know, take a 15, have a 15-minute free appointment with them. We also have other benefits where uh, co-working visa. So if you're visiting other co-working spaces anywhere in the world and you're part of this visa program, you can go and work for a couple days for free. So if you were to go to Singapore, New York City, um, and say, hey, I'm a member of the Village Hive, we're, um, uh, we have a co-working visa, you could 
take advantage of that program. We also have um, in Canada, um, we have a COHIP, which is uh, health and dental benefits for, for co-working members. And that was started by Ashley Proctor, who um, opened up one of the, the first and has uh, had a few co-working spaces in Toronto. And so, again, like with the, with the collective, we're able, to, we're able to bring more value to our members um, as a co-working collective and as, um, at, at our individual co-working spaces. So those are just a couple of the benefits. But I think the true, the true benefit is just meeting other people and, and uh, you know, feeling like you're not alone, as, as entrepreneurs sometimes do. When you came up with this idea... I'm sure you had some discussions with your family. Tell us about that experience. Right. Yes. Discussions. Well, <laughs> I am very fortunate to have a very supportive uh, husband who who saw that um, you know I wasn't really happy in in my current position when I was uh, working part time uh, for the hospital and doing some consulting work and. And uh, he saw that passion in me to, to start something new and, and the excitement of, of, um, of this idea of co-working. And he's been very supportive, and my whole family has been very supportive ever since. Um, so, you know, it's, being an entrepreneur is, is difficult. So, you I mean, we had to put our money into, into the business, and um, it's, it's a big big decision to make because you're not for the first few years or, you know, you're not making a salary. So you really, you really have to have the, the, um, support of, of a a family member and friends, friends during that time and, and people that believe in your dream. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing. So along comes the pandemic and you, opened a second location, and now you have two locations. And how did the pandemic impact you? It's impacted me a lot. Um, so we do, I do have another location. I'm working uh, actually with, it's a bit of a different situation in, in North York, uh, Duncan Mill Hive, and it's a beautiful, beautiful space that we've just renovated, and I'm working with the, the landlord here to, to open the space um, we had originally, I believe, we were supposed to open um, April, May-ish, but things have slowed down. We are open now, and uh, we are we welcomed a couple new office tenants, and actually we have a wonderful office tenant who is a physician and um, also runs a PPE company so he and his clinical uh, team multidisciplinary team have, have walked through our co-working space and it advised us um, their advisory board they've advised us as to you know how to make our space safe for our new members the Markham um, village hive I've had to I had four spaces in, in the old school house and uh, I've had to let go of some of the space there because once I closed March the 17th and of course um, we didn't know how long it was going to last we thought maybe a couple weeks and you know some members hung on and, and then you know two weeks turned into 
how many months now are we? <laughs> a few months later, three months later, four months later, and uh, I did lose a lot of my members. A lot of my members are parents who have children at home. So even if I was open, they weren't able to come in because they had to take care of their children. But um, I did a reopen this week and welcomed back three members, which I'm excited about. And we yesterday we had a wonderful time. I think we were all so delighted to, to be together again. And um, it's just, I believe it's going to take a while to for people to feel comfortable to come back. And also it's, again, it's, you know, children at home and summer camps being canceled and nowhere for the kids to go. So the parents have to stay home and I'm not sure what September is going to bring, but um, I do believe uh, co-working has been growing and growing over the years. So like the, just the number of spaces opening, I don't have any statistics on the top of my head, but you know, the, um, the number of spaces has been growing, as I said, over many years, and the COVID did slow us down. But I truly believe that once we get through um, the situation that we're in right now with COVID and, and people realizing that working from home is really not that great, whether or not they go back to the office um, or if, you know, some of the big offices downtown Toronto may not even open up again and uh, they may be turning to co-working spaces for their for their um, employees so not only will co-working spaces see entrepreneurs coming back but I believe they'll be the remote worker who's looking still for that community still um, they'll miss that you know water cooler talk at the office or they've got kids at home and they can't concentrate and they're going to need a space even to come for a couple days a week you know, enjoy the benefits of working from home and a co-working space. As well, those those corporate teams are going to need a place to meet. Uh, and you know, we uh, at our Duncan Mill uh, site in Toronto, we have a large boardroom where we can socially distance uh, or physically distance here. And and that's what you know we're practicing right now is we've we're not going to be at capacity at our space but we've um we're going to be safe and we're, we're creating a safe place for for people to come and work i'm hoping in markham because i that we get more people back um my landlord's been great with uh with helping and you know i haven't had to pay the full amount of rent or else i would have had to close down much earlier we'll have to see how the summer goes I really don't want to close that space down. It's, um, it's my baby. It's I love I love being there, and uh, the people that do come in, I know I love it too. But we'll just have to see. Uh, obviously, I can't stay running with just three members out of you know, 23 that I had before. So um, it's just uh, taking things day by day. It's been very challenging. Um, a lot of stress, anxiety over the last four four months not knowing and everybody else is in that situation too just not knowing what next week or even tomorrow is going to bring us and I think we just have to take things day by day and have faith that uh, things are will go the way they're meant to go so how did you come up with the name oh the village hive so when I first got my space in 2015 at the old schoolhouse 
my friend Cassandra and I went in and we took some big sheets of paper. We put them up on the walls and just started writing down every kind of word that reminded us of, of um, co-working. So community, collaborate, connect. And then we looked at words like synergy and I think Hive was up there at some point, but it didn't click until uh, maybe a couple of weeks later. I was with some friends, and we were talking about my co-working space, and my friend Sandra said, I've got it. It's the Hive, and you're the queen bee. And, I, and so we started Googling the Hive and found out that there are a number of number. Well, there's now I know there's thousands of places, well, maybe hundreds of places called The Hive that are co-working, but there's also a big ad agency in downtown Toronto called The Hive. So I thought, oh, I really like that name. Um, what could we add to it? And so because the Village Hive is located in Markham Village and it's an old schoolhouse, it just seemed to really fit. So, you know, Hive is about bees coming together to make honey. And and a village is bringing bringing people together to connect and uh, and support one another. So the two words together seem like the perfect way to describe exactly what what I had um, I had envisioned and what I was dreaming for the space. So about connecting, collaborating, and uh, and making honey together. <laughs> so here here's a tough question. Assuming the pandemic quiets down a little bit. Where do you see yourself so. three years from now? Will you be in 10 locations? Or what, 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 well, how do you see yourself nice. in, uh, in three <laughs> so years from now? In three years from now? Oh, I wish I knew. Um, what I, what I would like to see, I would love there to be more hives around. So we've got the village hive, we've got Duncan Mill hive, um, the, my partner, the landlord uh, that I'm working with at Duncan Mill hive, he has, um, he's excited about the possibility of co-working post pandemic, because as I said, there's going to be, I think more and more people wanting to, uh, get out of their home and, and be with people again. So, I would love to, I, I really enjoy um, the consulting part of it, so helping other people open up co-working spaces and um, and then being that person who goes around and enjoy and make sure that they're, we're kind of all joined together. So even though we might be at different locations, virtually we can come together and um, and just look at all the possibilities of all these people connecting in different co-working spaces. So I'd, I'd love there to be more hives, and I, I truly believe there will be. And I also um, really miss teaching, and I love doing workshops. So, you know, there's there's the opportunity to, to do some um, online workshops. Um, what I've noticed over the past, well, most of my career is I really need uh, space to focus. I need accountability. I need motivation. I need focus. And I've been doing some work sprints with my with my members. We used to do them at the Hive. That's something I didn't mention. But we do it online. So, for example, every Wednesday at 1.30, we meet on Zoom, and we have a work sprint for an hour and a half. So we come with our intentions of, of what we're going to be doing for the next 30 minutes, 35 minutes, and uh, then we set a timer and we all go to our work and we meet again in 35 minutes. We celebrate what we got done. We have a little break and then we do it again. 
So things like that, I'm finding that my members really enjoy. So I would love to put together some kind of accountability program where where um, if you're working from home or you're even working from a co-working space, um, we can all support each other, uh, those who, who need that sort of accountability and focus and, and motivation. Sounds like a lot of social franchising going on here. Yes. <laughs> without Absolutely. the actual terminology. Okay, yeah. so how do people reach the Village Hive? What, what's so the best can, method? Yeah, the best method to reach me is uh, through email. So my email address is charlotte at thevillagehive.ca, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. And uh, the website? Um, well, right now the Village Hive website is under construction, but I can give you the Duncan Mill Hive website, which is uh, duncanmillhive.ca. Okay. Well, you've come a long way since, uh, since you started, and it's hard to believe it's only four years, but uh, you've packed an awful lot into it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to believe it's been uh, all that has happened in four years. It's um, yeah, it's a little. It's um, whatever happens to the village hive, and I, as I say, I hope I, I hope I can keep it going. But I have learned so much in these past four years that you know, where, whatever, wherever the future holds for me, I know that it will be. A result, um, my success will be a result of what I've learned in the past four years of, of starting a new business. And I mean, nobody knew COVID was going to happen. It happened at a very, um, there's no good time for it to happen. But it's funny because I was just, you know, at that point in my business where things were going great. And then boom. But um, we learn, right? And whatever... Uh, <laughs> Whatever doesn't kill us makes us stronger. So, uh, Congratulations. You've done very well as a social innovator and social enterprise, and thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Peter. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much.